It's showtime. It's endless. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, welcome back to WATP. WATP. Um, this is a special episode, Kaya. It is. I'm your host, Kaya. I'm here with my co-host, Doug. I feel like we're missing someone, but I, I can't put my finger on it. So I was planning on saying, I'm your host, Doug, and with we always is Kaya. Uh, <laughs> we we should have did some work beforehand. Yeah, maybe. What are we reviewing this week, Doug? This week, we were tasked with Wine and Crime, episode 128. Tasked? We picked it. I don't want to tell everybody that. We can't bitch about having to listen to it if we're the ones that fucking picked it. <laughs> That's true. But we will. So I, yeah, I, I thought this was going to be a lot more fun. I didn't know that it was going to be this hard of a listen. Yeah, so Wine and Crime is a comedy true crime podcast hosted by Amanda, Kenyon, and Lucy. Three ladies who are incredibly popular. I don't know if you've looked into their backgrounds and what they do. But I want to play this quick clip. They made it onto CBS or MSNBC something. Good morning, America. And this is the summary of the, I don't know, some bimbo on TV. These guys are doing something totally different. Yeah, they bring that comedy genre or try to bring comedy into it. Mm -hmm. It's a comedy if you can really click with it. But for other people, they just want, lay out the murder for me. Let me think about that. For these women, it's more about hanging out with your girlfriends, drinking wine and talking about it. Thank you, Dana. And I think that's the perfect summary for the show. It's true crime where three chicks get drunk and they try to turn it into a comedy, which is not a bad premise, but I wasn't a fan. Yeah, this, this was a two-hour episode, and they didn't get to the crime until after hour one. Okay, do you have a clip that summarizes the show? <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the matter? You're not prepared? I wasn't prepared for a clip to summarize the show. It's standard WATP practice. Ableism crimes. Fucking yes. right. Yes. Yeah. So much to crimes. unpack. So, many so much to unpack. So yeah. much to learn. So for me, that what that's what I took away from it was in in this episode there was they had a guest host Andrew Gerza. <laughs> I think we're going to get into him figuratively speaking uh, later on, but it's. Just people talking over each other and trying to make it sound like they were funny. Make it make it sound like the other people were funny. Just a lot of fake laughing and, and talking down to anybody that's listening. So you know the kind of woman who, you know, that stereotypical single feminist drowning her sorrows in a bottle of wine and a bottle of Xanax. She has a cat. 
this is the kind of show only those kind of women listen to. And I thought, who would listen to this? This is really boring. But they have a massive audience. And it's all single women who need a distraction from how sad their lives are, not getting anybody, not even sad men's replies on Tinder. I, I would go so far as to venture that every one of these three hosts have been cheated on by their now ex-husbands. <laughs> so, like, like, like I said, they had a, uh, a special guest. Did you have a clip to summarize this show that you listened to? Yeah, I mean, I had that from CBS. I thought that was a great summary. But I okay. suppose, so the layout of the show is they start the show and then the name Wine and Crime is really accurate because they spent the first half, not half hour, but like 10 minutes just talking about fucking wine. At least one of them does. And she has to be the wino of the group because all she talks about and all she she's ever the, chimes in. She's the, <laughs> she's the Kaya of the group. <laughs> I, I don't bring it up every two minutes. It's not the only thing I contribute. <laughs> okay, so let me play this. Point is, every episode starts with her introducing some sort of a wine that she's drinking and pairing with uh, whatever the theme of the episode is. And this is what that sounds like. This is really boring and dreadful. So sit through it. Um, but I have chosen an absolutely beautiful Nebbiolo to pair with today's crime, necrophilia. Um, this particular Nebbiolo, it is Gio Dominico Negro. It is a Lange Nebbiolo. It is a 2014, kind of young, but absolutely delicious. We're going to pop it open right now. You can listen to me struggle with this bottle. First, I'm going to give you a tiny little bit of information on Nebbiolo. The grapes are grown in the mountains of northern Italy in the region of Piedmont. First, at first, this wine is unassuming. It's gentle. It's harmless. Gets along easily with anything. You're making a prime rib roast? Nebbiolo. You're making a lamb? Nebbiolo. Mushroom lasagna? Nebbiolo. Yeah, so that's the beginning of every episode, except I cut out the remain the, the other five minutes of her droning on and on so, about what wine she's drinking. So this podcast is, it's, the first hour is 45 minutes of them babbling about nothing, 15 mm -hmm. minutes of them reading whatever it was that the wine distributor or whatever wanted them to read, and then an hour of them reading Wikipedia. I, I pulled a clip of the same, the tail end of, of when they were doing their wine pairing or whatever, and their guest, Andrew Gerza, uh, tried getting a joke in there because he's in a wheelchair, he references it quite a bit. Uh, if you listen, he says the punchline three times, and it wasn't until the third time that they hear it. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, oh, nice pop. pop. Look out for that pop. Mm. Intersectional pop. Donate in a wheelchair pop. Pop a wheelie. Pop a wheelie. Fuck it. I hate everybody that's on this show. I hate everybody that's ever been on this show. Okay, so tell me, does that, does the wino, I don't know which one of these it is, I don't know if it's Amanda, Lucy, or Kenyon, Ken, whatever her name is, which one is the one who only talks about drinking and being drunk? The one with the raspy, deep voice? Yeah, I have her marked as annoying. She sounds like you in a wig. Yeah, I have her marked as annoying cunt on all my sound clips, and I've got a lot of them. <laughs> okay, I just called her wino. So to give you an image of this, everyone, I made a compilation of her just this is the entirety of her contribution to episode one, is her chiming in to be that annoying person going, dude, I'm so drunk right now. Whoa. Listen. By the way, I just want to give you guys an update. I've already drank more than half of this bottle of wine. Continue. I'm going to drink one to Jeffrey Dahmer. Listen.
Don't yeah. mind me, anyway. I'm just getting drunk and booing books over here. You know what? Uh, I'm drinking one for Russia. And they were too drunk. Oh, sounds <laughs> like me right now. I am literally a bottle in. This wine is gone. <laughs> just how drunk I've become. Yeah. And I haven't even done my segment yet. Sure, I'm as drunk point. as a Russian grave digger. I'm a little, I'm a little drunk. So here we go. Well, I'm I'm so drunk, Doug. <laughs> God, that that's the that reminds me of the type of girl in high school that you could give her non-alcoholic beer, and and she would just talk talking about how tipsy she is and how she might do something crazy because she's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> she she might let you put it in her pooper. I don't know. It just reminds me of a piece of shit podcaster. I uh. So I want to start off with this clip here. This is, I knew I was in for trouble. This is the first, whatever, 10 seconds of the show, but it, it tells you what it is that you're in for just with their voices. Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. I, 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 as soon as I heard that, I, at first I thought of Sarah Palin, and then I <laughs> thought that I wanted to kill Sarah Palin. <laughs> yeah, but the joke is they do that, they lay on that accent, but also, to me, every show that has some sort of a content warning or, you're a bitch. Now they only have trigger warnings at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what, yeah, let, let's get Carl in trouble. Fuck him. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe that he's letting us do this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have known better. Yeah, let's have the... Let's have the guy who's the most politically incorrect on his own podcast and the guy who prank called him on his job to threaten his life. Do a show <laughs> for him. <laughs> this one's on you, Carly dummy. Um, yeah, but so, uh, sorry, I was going to say these people are fucking popular, dog. They sell out shows. So according to CBS, I don't know if they lie to CBS, but it doesn't look like it. They have 500,000 listeners a month. And they, they had footage of their shows, and they are fucking popular. And that thing you just played, they played right before their typical intro. And this is what it sounds like when they're with an audience. Listen how wild the crowd goes. And these are all women. Jesus. You are listening to Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accent. God, you're good. Oh. God, you're good. Fuck. Fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't want to sound salty and envious, even though I am. But you get the idea. These women are so popular with this, you know, prison rapist groupie gang type of women who just sit at home drinking wine and... They had the segment on CBS where they literally sit around a table and have these coloring books about murder and they film with colors and drink wine while they're doing it, talking about their anxiety. I want to play that clip real quick, uh, them talking about how this podcast is helping women find comfort. Why do you think women are attracted to listening about true crime? We think that it's because women are so often portrayed as victims in the media and women in particular like to 
think about something and understand it in order to overcome like anxieties based around that. And everyone loves a taboo subject. Yes. And if you say you don't, you're lying. A lot of people have problems and it's nothing to be hidden away and be ashamed of. It means the world to us that we are such a part of people's lives and they find some sort of comfort and help from our show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To have impact on people like that. Yeah. Okay, so this has nothing to do with having impact. It has to do with lonely people sitting at home and pretending that they have friends. That That's all it is, is you're listening to these three bitches get drunk, and then you're sitting there alone because your husband's out, you know, at work, and you're sitting there drinking wine and coloring like a fucking four-year-old, listening to these three bitches babble, and you're you're tricking yourself into thinking that you have company over. Yeah, and that's the usual thing with these Hangout podcasts, where it's just, oh, we're two buddies talking into a mic. But this also has the aspect of they're obsessed with fucking murder. And what I don't get is how does it lower your anxiety? How, how does it give you any comfort to obsess over crimes that don't happen no. that much? I don't know a lot about statistics, but I know there aren't a whole lot of serial killers out there. Why would you obsess over some guy who skins women alive and then eats them alive or something. How does how is that comforting? That was all bullshit. When they said that, uh, you know, well, women are generally the victims and it gives them a sense of power. That's all bullshit. That that one nailed it at the end when she said, "We all love taboo shit." Yeah, that's that's what it is. We all love taboo shit. Yeah, yeah, I get. Yeah, that's a good. I mean, <laughs> it gives us a sense of power to read about women being raped and decapitated. Don't it you is. mean raped and then kidnapped? And then murdered. I oh, know that's the banished, I think. Oh, right. All right. Um, so <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. So I, I promised I, I really wanted to go a whole WATP episode without saying the words the vanished or autism. But I've already said it. So now it's out of the it's out. Of mm -hmm. the thing. Um, so like I said, they have a, a guest on Andrew Gerza. Uh, here, here's his intro. And we have a fourth <laughs> gal this episode. <gasps> I'm Andrew. Hey. Andrew. We have a very special guest, Andrew Gerza, a.k.a. the Queer Cripple. Hey. On the podcast. <laughs> We're so excited. This guy has turned himself into a fucking product, and it is not a comfortable product to listen to. He's a, he's a stereotype. If you and I made a show like South Park and made a character like this, people would call us out on Twitter, start hashtags to boycott us for making a stereotypical lispy queer cripple and calling him a cripple queer right i mean we would get canceled within minutes so they bring up the the he how do you say it? he authored a hashtag is that, is that <laughs> yeah what it is? sure what well, he tweeted is what we say <laughs> what, what us sane people say his uh hashtag is is disabled people are hot i think and he is also the creator of the viral hashtag, hashtag disabled people are hot. Fucking right. Yeah, they are. Yeah. We are. Okay, so that, that girl in the background, you know, fucking right they are. They're not. No, she has fucked zero disabled people. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Why are you lying to? I challenge anybody, anybody that's listening to... <laughs> Send an email to Carl's work with a hot disabled woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, you would enjoy it. I mean, he's really into raping autistic girls. Following up on that hashtag thing, there, there's that the deep voice one. She sounds like a, a middle-aged trucker that's been smoking for 30 years. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, so this is the follow-up to that hashtag. Oh, excited. Following, We've already... like, the dramatic story arc surrounding the creation of this hashtag has been <laughs> the driving force of my life for the last month. Wow. Well, really... Has it really been the driving force of your life for a month about this stupid fucking hashtag that nobody knows anything about except for five guys in a wheelchair that's jerking off? <sighs> I think he just she's just doing that thing where when you have a guest on, you try to suck up to them as much as possible so you don't burn it, burn any bridges. Did you catch any of the the hate speech? There were so there was some gay bashing going on in regards to the hashtag. Did you catch that? No, I mean I didn't look up the hashtag. Is that what you mean? No, no, it was on the show here. Love how open and candid you are about like obviously the success and the amazing uh, reach of the hashtag, but also like the shit dicks that are kind of crapping on it. And also, if you're talking to a gay guy, I wouldn't reference anybody as a shit dick unless you're talking about one of his lovers. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Yeah, these ga gals, as they call themselves, the gals, they are kind of latent homophobes. I get the feeling. Uh, in episode one, they were talking about Jeffrey Dahmer, the guy who would, you know, kill gay men in his apartments and then drip acid into their brains, create slaves or some shit. One of them at some point yeah. says that, well, you know, gays didn't really have another choice but to go with Jeffrey Dahmer to his house because, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Listen to this. Yeah, you got to get the dick. <laughs> so he would go out to bar. He was an alcoholic also. Oh. Go out to bars, pick up guys. Um, towards the end, he was just offering them straight money to go back to his apartment and let him take some pictures of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so they were going because it was the 80s gay scene in Milwaukee. And apparently they weren't that smart about things like that. Oh, or they oof. were just into well, it. Beggar, beggars sure. can't be choosers. It probably wasn't a big scene. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, them poor homos. They didn't have a choice. Guy, yeah, you know how the gays are. If they'll just fuck anything, <laughs> they will. I mean, can't just go home and jerk off or anything. You have to go with a serial killer with a pedophile mustache and the bottle bottom glasses. <laughs> Jesus, this is not woke at all. They must have evolved a lot in between those hundred and thirty episodes. Uh, there was a uh, uh, section of the conversation with Andrew Gerza when he was trying to explain something and he he had a a freudian slip i guess you'd say in kind of the same vein and so mm -hmm. yeah it yeah. isn't something we talk about enough because we don't think it affects us but if you bump into a wheelchair into, into um, i almost said wheelchair person that's not the right term if you bump into <laughs> a, that's what i'm going to start calling anybody i see in a wheelchair hey you're a wheelchair person it's okay the gay guy called you that yeah it's like black people wheelchair people is it, wouldn't that be easier than all this? At some point, he talks about how it's like you're not supposed to say disabled people anymore. Yeah, I, I, I forget what he what, what he was oh, saying. Fuck, that's that's down here. I've got so many fucking clips from this show. I was trying to maintain some kind of order. <laughs> here we go. Actually, before we get there, I just want to clarify that the term disabled is what is your preferred term, most accepted right? now right Can she has no idea what the fuck she's supposed to be saying she just knows that she's supposed to touch yeah, on it she, at some all point she, you can tell all she wants to do is call him a fucking cripple without a choice like <laughs> yeah, beggars yeah, can't yeah. be choosers you're a cripple i'm gonna call you a cripple <laughs> what are you gonna do run after me and beat me <laughs> 
You want some wine, you gave you, you crippled faggot? <laughs> terminology quick. Yeah, I mean, I would say so. For me, disabled and disability are my are my preferred terms. It really depends on the person that you're talking with. I think much like how we're doing with the trans community and the non-binary community, how we're asking, like, what are your pronouns? I think mm-hmm. it's important that we ask also, like, hey, so... I noticed you have a disability or you mentioned you. <laughs> it just popped into my head. So if you, if, if you see somebody in a wheelchair, yeah. you have to, you have to ask them their verb. Like what, 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 what actions can you do? Call an invisible disability. How would you like me to discuss that? And if the person says like, call me differently abled, I would hate that. But if, the, if that's mm-hmm. what the person wants to be called, then you. Oh, fuck. Also, Hey, I noticed you're disabled to the guy in the wheelchair. Isn't that condescending as hell? <laughs> like it's that sound like yeah, I noticed you have black skin. You've seen the pictures of this guy, right? So oh, yeah. he is he's he's kind of shriveled up. He's in a wheelchair. Um Yes, I noticed he has a disability. Yeah, he, when he talked, but he still feel he still felt the need. Hold on, here, just more complex than just you build the ramp, therefore you're not lameless. And I think I should also point out too that I am a disabled person. No shit, I think I should also point out that I am a disabled No shit, you're, you're stuck outside the door. You can't walk up here. He talks about getting locked out of his apartment. <laughs> he has his boy he has his boyfriend naked out inside the house and he's locked out of his apartment naked and he can't I don't know if he crawled out there or what, but he didn't have his wheelchair, so he couldn't open the door. And his neighbor comes out, and I, I can see this guy, you know, army crawling with his dead little legs dragging behind him, looking up at his neighbor, saying, "I I feel like I should tell you that I am disabled." <laughs> Could you knock on the door for me? Oh, what a fucking goofball! This isn't even about the show anymore. We're just mocking this cripple now. <laughs> oh yeah, we got to get back on the show. Sorry, um, no, that's fine. You know when Carl said so, he he asked us if we wanted to do a show without him, and he said it's a win-win for me, guys. You know, if it's a good show, it's a good episode. You know, if it's a bad show, then it proves that I'm needed. The way I see it, it's the opposite way. It's a win-win for us. If the show sucks, he's the one who has to bear the one-star reviews and the harassment at his workplace. <laughs> if it's good, we get the credit. Yeah, I mean, what what's the worst that's going to happen? People are going to shit on us and fucking Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> and he gets fired, but yeah. All right, let's 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 get back to uh, <laughs> just sitting here and talk shit about Carl for 40 minutes and then we'll bolt. <laughs> it is very tempting. This is them introducing Andrew and and his podcast, Disabled After Dark. Yeah, love. God, like, oh fun. my god, has it been? If you don't listen to that episode or every episode of Disability After Dark, go. I mean, episode one hundred and three, mm-hmm. and it's the highest rated episode of the show right now. So. You you got into that show a little bit, right? <laughs> listen to the intro. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I listened to the intro. I have it open in one of my tabs here in Chrome. His intro was literally him talking about how he wants to start a communist company that pays its workers equally or something. So use this coupon code to get free shipping for the comrades and then you'll get a sex toy for disabled people. Fuck, now I wish I had clipped that. <laughs> Fuck it, let's just listen to the whole thing now. All right, um, I, I've got this. I, when, when I do these shows for for Carl, I always end up keying in on one person in particular and their voice just grades on me. 
And and that was this the the deep voice girl. All right, well let's bump it up even higher, guys. Come on, let's don't let do them catch shit. up. Yeah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Move over, Joe Rogan. Let's fucking do this shit. She sounds like a fucking linebacker. She sounds like a regular guy doing a girl's impression. Yeah, I, I like <laughs> nail polish and wine. Oh fuck, she's so stupid too. So in episode one, she they talk about if you die with a boner or if you die, do you get a boner? They're really smart, these guys, and one of the chicks asks her about cremation and embalming, and this is her reply. I think it's her. Is everyone embalmed before they're if buried? If you're buried in a grave, you are embalmed. If you are cremated, yeah. you are not embalmed. Wow, really? So if you're cremated, there's nothing to embalm? <laughs> Fuck, they're so stupid, man. And then, so like I said, they talk about, do you get a boner from Rigo Mortis? Listen how they want everyone else to do their homework for them. Wouldn't it be hard, pun intended, to, <laughs> to fuck a dead dude? Because, like, I guess I've never... Well, what about rigor mortis, though? I actually think it, it becomes engorged. Would it? I mean, we gotta research that. I mean, do we have to research yeah. that? But Shit, just for the man. sake of this question... We should have done Okay, that. listeners, if you know the answer to yeah. do you get or do you get a boner from rigor mortis or do you have to die with a boner... To have a boner after you're dead. Dudes have heart attacks during sex all the time, old motherfuckers. That's true. I mean, but I want someone to find the answer to that question. Seriously. I want that. No. There's your answer, you fucking idiot. And then one of them says this. Boners are made from blood yeah. rushing to the right. penis. When, you, when you're dead, your blood isn't being pumped. It's not going right. anywhere. Right. Plus, rigor mortis affects the muscles, and your the penis is an organ. Got it. But the blood also like coagulates and pools depending on the position of the body. <laughs> so I don't know who that bimbo is. I don't know if it's Lucy or Amanda. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about there. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you have? You so you took that? That's episode one, right? That's their very first yeah. go at this. Yeah. They must. They must not have realized they could take out the conversations that made them look like stupid twats. No, they think this is fucking funny. And I don't know how much it improved in the following uh, episodes, but in one, the chick with the high voice is insufferable to listen to because she's that tick. I guess we forgot to mention, they have these segments, each, I think the three of them all have to bring one Wikipedia article to read and make fun of. And one of them does, and her verbal tick is that she goes, ah, uh, ah, uh, over oh, and over yeah, again. Licks, the lip smack. Yeah, so this is an unedited clip. This is, I don't know how many fucking seconds this is. It's 10 seconds, unedited, untouched. This is her trying to speak. Um, apparently, I just saw this on Forensic Files last uh -huh. night. Um, apparently, forensic scientists use pigs. Yeah, uh, uh, apparently, Doug, uh, she's trying to podcast. This is a fucking compilation of her doing this shit throughout episode one. This is all her... She only spoke for like 15 minutes, so this is really just a compilation of the 15 minutes that this dumb bimbo was talking. Um... Uh, um... Um... So, initially, uh, the... Um... Um... um <laughs> it just sounds like also, she has balls across uh, her chin. Um... 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 Um, um, <laughs> good. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Okay. Holy shit. Do you, 
do you know if she is the same person that now overpronounces her words? But I is have no the... fucking idea. I can't tell them apart. All I know is, uh, you know, the drunk with the raspy voice, the annoying with the arm tick, and the... I don't even know if the other one talks. This is the one I was talking about. Concerning. Yeah, cringe-worthy. <laughs> I've, I've been getting, like, 12 solid hours of sleep a night, you guys. It is amazing. Uh, <laughs> could be. I, I want to... I want to punch anybody that takes one word and breaks it up into three separate words. Uh, <laughs> syllables. Amazing. Yeah, they really talk like... Here's a clip of them admitting... So they're talking about Jeffrey Dahmer eating meat or one of the serial killers eating meat, and they talk about how, you know, they would make for a better meal because they're fat. And he tried to eat, like, the thigh of one of his victims, and mm. he said it was just too tough. He couldn't... He couldn't cook it right. It was just too tough. Was it like a long distance runner or oh, something? Probably. I mean, it was never a... try to cook a, a person who works out. Yeah, my thigh would have been perfect. I could feed a village <laughs> of, of like starving people. A large village. <laughs> my thigh would not be in the lean meats section. <laughs> let me just That's say. Not a I would think turkey. that women's women's bodies would just be more fatty and delicious. Just cook better. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. More to love. Totally There's more to love. So two points. One, no one likes fatty meat. You don't want a fatty steak that's like half fat, do you? That's not good. Two, I don't have to tell you when when a woman says more to love, that's one of those dead giveaway phrases where you can tell, okay, she's fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curvy. There's more of me to love. Okay, Tubby. I'm yeah, big boned. I think that's the one that I like. See what we got here. That I, I only marked this one as annoying voice. I, I'm guessing it's the, <laughs> the raspy trucker, but I'm not sure. Yes, yeah. let's do it. And if you don't own one, you can get it at our online store at wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com. God, I hate her. Oh my God, Jesus <laughs> Christ! That's like, if I went into Cubase and pitched my voice up, that's what it would sound like. The foreman's a little bit. She really does sound like a man. Drink a little less, and that's coming from me. Oh, Doug, you know I'm. I'm I'm so drunk right now. Oh my god! By the way, I forgot to remind you every five minutes. I was, I was gonna set an alarm, but for this podcast, I decided to, as we're doing the review, to pair this with some Calimocho, which is a drink that you mix half parts Coca Cola and half parts red wine. This is very popular in the Basque culture in the Spanish Alps. I personally prefer Coca Cola vanilla. <laughs> And the good thing about Carl being gone is I'm here, and there's more of me to love. <laughs> uh, he's going to be listening to this like, what the fuck? <laughs> Should have just aired a rerun. <laughs> he has episodes where he's just his mic echoing. I get a smile on my face just thinking of him sitting there thinking that would have been better to air. Oh, well, well, let's see what the next clip is. <laughs> okay, Subtle. is everybody ready? I'm yeah. ready. So ready. Here we go. Fuck. It, it's just so I don't. I don't know how many times I've been on WATP, but I know that this episode is the most homework that I've done. And as I was clipping this episode, I'm sitting there looking at it and. It it's almost like the entire episode was clipped. It's just there's so much, and it's all that cringe worthy 
Ewing, uh, that type of shit. You know, there, there's no yeah. personality. They're insufferable bitches. There, there's, there's no reason for them to be popular. I don't know how people do that. I'm gonna do a funny voice or an annoying voice, ironically thing, because I, I think you and I, I'm sure you feel the same. You record a show, you listen back to it as you're editing, and you think, "Wow, I sound like such a homo." Holy shit, how do I have a girlfriend? How does this happen? I sound like such a goddamn loser. And that's unintentional. I don't know how somebody does a podcast and they sit down and they think to themselves, you know what I'm gonna do to be funny? I'm gonna do a silly voice. <laughs> I'm gonna talk like this. The reason why they do it is because you can tell they don't listen back to this bullshit. There's no way they sit through this again. In episode one, I forgot to clip this, I really should have. The raspy drunk says that her boyfriend edits the episodes. So, no wonder she's single now, <laughs> right? 130 episodes, who the fuck can bear that? Oh, fucking, can you imagine living with one of them? Oh, that's... I know you're Canadian, which is like super foreign and exotic to us. <laughs> um, tell us about your podcast. Your... Imagine living with that, man. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah i don't know i mean like i said they're they are filthy rich they have to be they're selling out shows going on tour it's this special very niche audience doug of these serial killer groupies who listen to this shit who find death fascinating and you know taboo like you said you know the taboo it's it's titillating you know it's talking about serial killers it's fucking mundane it's a you're reading a Wikipedia article about Jeffrey Dahmer. It's been done to death. What is titillating about it? He killed a bunch of people. Whoop de doo. And that's the thing. They 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 don't even try hiding it. They don't change the words or anything. In in the the first murder story that they get to, I went and looked up the Wikipedia article because I had a hunch, and I I got a screenshot of it right here. I highlighted word for word what it was that they were saying on the show. Versus what the Wikipedia article said, out of two paragraphs, they missed seven words. Everything else is word for word. Yeah, but they giggle in between. I, I've got, well, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five clips. This is that article that I was talking about, and, and it's Andrew Gerza. Now, what I want you to listen to is, all it is is he reads a sentence from Wikipedia and then tells you how that pertains to him. He made this little girl that got killed by her dad or whatever it, it, he made it about him as much as more than I could have done. And I'm good at <laughs> shit like that. Well, I have yeah, you... I can't walk and I wear labor sometimes too. So fuck right off. Her doctor yeah. described the care by her family as excellent. <sighs> I wish that was true. Tracy attended school in Wilkie, Saskatchewan and the people who worked with Tracy said that she loved horses. Me too. Aww. She, she smiled when people came in the room and loved the circus. Me too. <laughs> uh, this is proof that okay. She... So, so that that's just him starting out, and you caught that, right? Me too. Yeah. I, I like horses. I know you like horses. You're gay. That it just goes without saying. <laughs> and you're a cripple. Fuck. Hold on. I got. Hold on. I got. I got. I want to get through all these because they all make sense together. But this is okay. Oh. It was noted that while Tracy was a happy kid, she still lived in chronic, constant pain. Hello, me too. As a result of her disability. Hey. So many other disabled people 
Okay, now there's no way Carl can get in trouble for any of this. He just said, hey, when he's talking about a murdered, crippled little girl. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hi, I'm gay, if you didn't notice. Yeah, that's his whole personality, and that's why he's trying so hard to relate to some disabled little child who is essentially euthanized by her father, who knew her better. During that whole segment, I don't know how much of you how much of it you clipped it, but they get so self-righteous about, you know, they really, as if they had an insight into the girl's psyche or the dad or the mom or the family as a whole or the court process. All they did was read a fucking Wikipedia article, which is this, it was this news about a father, just to give a background to our listeners, is a father who had a disabled child and he thought, you know what, she's suffering so fucking much. I, I can't bear it. I don't want her to live in pain. I'm going to put her out of her misery. That's what he was thinking. And they make it all about themselves and talking about, you know, oh, it's so selfish of him. It wasn't his choice to make. You don't know anything about it. You didn't read anything about it. All you're reading is a fucking Wikipedia article. You don't know what she wanted. Maybe she wanted it. Maybe she begged him to be killed. You don't know. Yeah, they said, they said you know she was happy because they looked at a picture of her in Disney World or wherever the fuck her ass was at. And she had a smile on her face. Now, I seen the picture that they were talking, and she's so curled up, you can't tell if she's smiling or not. <laughs> but, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I want to I I get back to this, him, him going through this article, and, and hold on, I got I to gotta try this. And this poor life that this girl had, uh, and how much she was suffering, how much this asshole tried making it about him. I hope that made up for it. She had a dislocated hip. I had one of those. It's super painful. Oh my God. Gross, but mm. it doesn't mean you can't survive. Um, <laughs> just prepare mm. yourselves. Prepare yourselves for a broken hip. <laughs> how the fuck do you do that? <laughs> you know, that, that that's what I say to somebody right before I get naked and bounce around on top of them. Prepare yourself for a broken hip. <laughs> and a spine and a jaw and a cranium. All right. He, he's still going, making this, this little girl's death all, death all about him. Doctors also made clear that further, that further surgeries will be needed later in life for Tracy. Uh, and then I put in brackets, I've had several surgeries that sometimes took six months to... To heal and be okay. Uh, wow. I am what doctor, I, me, Andrew, and am what doctors <laughs> have classified as severely disabled. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he doubles down at the end. Oh, when I say me, I mean me, Andrew, me, me. I wrote it down in brackets. <laughs> what were you talking about? Oh, yeah, the kid. <laughs> oh, my God. There's this last example of, of him doing that. And this this was all in... That one paragraph that he was stealing from Wikipedia. It, it was 20 minutes about him and three minutes about the girl. And I'm quite happy and healthy. And then I want to tell a very quick story. But when I was 16, I had scoliosis surgery. So they put rods in my spine. Right in the middle of talking about this little girl dying. I want to tell a quick story. I was circumcised at a, at a much older age than what people are used to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like if you're, you know, those fucking piece of shit people where when you tell a story, they always have to one up you. Yeah. Oh, God. What an asshole. Did, did you catch when he uh, made, took it as attempt at making a joke? It would only happen to me. And like, it's something, it's a story that I tell constantly because 
it's one, like one of the funny moments that happens when you're disabled. So it's, it's being disabled is fucking funny, and we should like there's humor in there. Okay, try this one for toys. Why did the pigeon cross the road? <laughs> okay, well, because it was having sex with the chick. Because it was having sex with the chick. Because it was having sex with the. Ch- <laughs> it was having sex with the chicken. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, you were right. That's more effort than you've ever put into this whole show. <laughs> Combined. <laughs> See, okay, you you also perfectly just proved my point. This guy's a South Park stereotype. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like a living, breathing cartoon character, and he thinks he's real. I looked at his profile, it said he's some sort of a disability ableism consultant, so I guess all he does is come to your business and then bitch about how there's no ramp for, you know, in, in case some disabled guy like him comes along and he wants to really tell you about that one time he got six rods shoved up his spine ordering a coffee. <laughs> what, what I pictured, at a disability consultant, I pictured him, somebody filing for a disability claim, him rolling up to your front steps and saying, you ain't got it as bad as me, you get nothing, and then rolling away. Like, imagine you hiring him to see if maybe you are, I don't know, maybe you can make your business more accessible to disabled people. And this guy just sitting there in his fucking little wheels talking about himself for 20 minutes and then billing you 200 bucks. To tell you that you're an ableist. That, that, <laughs> that's what he spent. He's, he spent, what, 15, 20 minutes talking about ableism and what is ableism. Yeah. I've got a... Uh... Because... People yeah. don't hear, talk about it enough. So ableism, just so we're all clear, is the discrimination against a person with a disability for being disabled. So if you, if you say like, I'm trying to think of a common example. If you say like, oh, <laughs> you can't walk. Why is that? Because you're disabled. Then you're being ableist. <laughs> or if you deny somebody mm-hmm. access to a space that they should have access to because of their mm-hmm. disability, you're being ableist. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I am a complete prick. I know that I'm a complete prick, but I would never in my life see somebody in a wheelchair and go, oh, you can't (laughs) walk. (laughs) I feel like this is a, some sort of a character, some homophobe is playing, right? Almost some fundamentalist (laughs) Christian who just bought a wheelchair. Now he's acting radically flamboyantly gay, all with the limp wrist going, oh, they discriminated (laughs) against me. Oh my God, I'm going to have to sue this bakery. All right, so so he comes back and gives another, another version of what ableism is. It is it's the your, words that the, we use. Yeah, the language, the way that if I get if I can get into the place, but then no one talks to me or no one looks at me or no one wants to hang out because so ableism is when nobody will talk to you when you go into a place. So I've been ableismed at uh, because I went to a bar and nobody would talk to me. So they were. He's an asshole. That's what I'm trying. I'm trying to get to the fact that he's just an yeah. asshole. He's an annoying cunt. And nobody wants to talk to him because he's an annoying cunt. And I guarantee you, if he was to roll up next to you sitting at a bar, within three minutes, he'd be asking you to donate to his GoFundMe for his cripple sex toy bullshit. (laughs) Subscribe to his podcast. Disabled people don't have sex. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) They they need harnesses and shit. That's difficult. (laughs) You need some sort of a media intermediary to assemble the whole scene. How are you going to do it all by yourself? Your limbs don't work. But yeah, man, Like, if I go into a coffee shop, nobody talks to me. I don't talk to anybody. If that's true, then, okay, I, I guess I'm disabled or differently abled. No no chicks ever hit on me when I'm in a coffee shop. 
So I think they touched on that. Um, they started talking about invisible or hidden disabilities. You know. like, mm-hmm. it's po- now, it's possible that your neighbor has an invisible disability, but they probably don't. But they might. They're kind of jerks. So this sparked me into going to figure out what the fuck is an invisible disability. I pulled a list of invisible disability, invisible disabilities and then categorized them into what I may have, what you may have, and then what others may have. I'm telling you, I did a lot of fucking work for this episode. Oh, boy. So eight, there's, no, there's not even any punchlines here, really. Uh, so green is everybody. that You don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. ADHD, asthma, mm-hmm. lactose intolerance, migraines. Those are all forms of invisible disabilities. It's not a fucking disability um, to be lactose intolerant. So you have to dodge milk. Poor you. Uh, autism. Uh, uh, fetal fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. I don't <laughs> even know what that is. It just it sounds funny. And then the two that or I got three here that affect me: uh, bipolar disorder, irritable irritable bowel syndrome, and multiple chemical <laughs> sensitivity. <laughs> so one time I smoked weed, got drunk, and did cocaine all at the same time, and I became a fucking maniac. So that makes me have a hidden disability. I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't disabled by that standard? Right. That, so that's the that's the beauty of it. Is if I'm if I am now considered disabled, then I can make fun of anybody that I want with no blowback. That's true. It's like it's like me being black, and so this is my N word. <laughs> <laughs> so you and I can make fun of these people, but Carl can't because you know how Carl always goes on and on about how he has pure genes and he's there's never been any Semites in his family. It's basically that like he can't, but we can. I, I just don't really agree. I don't agree with his views about trying to round up an entire race and get rid of them. Some something about a final solution, but I, I don't agree with it. That's not what he said. He said he wants to round up all the autistic people in a harem for him personally. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think we have another podcast that we're going to talk about. I still got like I still have like twenty five fucking clips of this show. <laughs> um, I I don't know how long you want to go on with this. I, I do know that. I want everybody to hear this clip before we before we decide to move on. I want everybody to hear this. And, I have time. And be as uncomfortable with this as I was. <laughs> uh, program at Patrick's Cabaret years ago. And I, I mean, granted, I was stricken with the flu. And I was, it was coming out of both ends. Oh. And oh. it's like, I had a 15, 20 minute set and it was only me. It's not like I had an understudy or anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, what am I going to do? So, basically, I just got, like, diarrhea right before going on. Story of my life. Put on uh-huh. a diaper. Yep. Yep. And yep. got up behind my podium and did my set. Didn't shit my pants, but thought I was going to. <sighs> yeah, so, see, that that's her giving the gay cripple a dose of his own medicine, where she's one-upping him, because the gay guy started talking about how he has to wear diapers all the time. And then she went, yeah, me too. There's this one time, actually, I was on stage and I had to wear diapers. Isn't that even more embarrassing? I, I, I get, I get fit, like physically angry listening to these types of people. The, the talking down um, and then spreading their cancerous, politically correct bullshit. Did, did you catch when they were talking about men getting pregnant? No. 
And I like the idea that we have, quote, a bunch of pregnant listeners. You know you do. You know. We probably do. That there are pregnant women who are like, or men, pregnant people in the world mm-hmm. yeah. who are like. <laughs> There's no way that all three of them. So I, I believe the cripple guy probably has a trans friend or knows somebody that transitioned from being a regular person to a cripple or something. I don't know. But the fact that those three agree with him and say, mm-hmm, there's no way they believe that. They're, he, he could come on there and say anything he wants, and they're going along with him like... Yeah, you don't want to look unwoke. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they... This, I mean, you, know, you, you can't make a joke about it. If they did, they would lose half the tickets they just sold. All right, yeah, so they were talking about... They spent a lot of time talking about disabled sex. Th- this whole podcast is supposed to be a true crime podcast, and they spent more time talking about crippled people having sex and talking about the fact that they that nobody talks about crippled people having sex. I spent a good three hours of my week this week listening to people talk about crippled people having sex <laughs> on a true crime podcast. I guess, or by myself, I, I share that stuff because I don't think there's enough discussion around sexuality and disability. Do you know why that is, Kaya? Because they are not, in fact, taught, despite what the hashtag may say. <laughs> and not only that, nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to see it. Nobody wants to even pretend that it exists. If, <laughs> when When's the last time that you, that you read a, an erotic story? Like, I'm, I'm sure you did as a kid, if that's what you get your hands on. Mm-hmm. If... <laughs> can can you imagine no no cripples in it no you're I, nobody know, wants to know about the police system involved or whatever nobody so look, look if you when you walk on the just on the street and you see some dwarf with a limp you don't think wow I bet that's so hot like I wonder what she looks like naked unless you have a specific fetish it's not in the norm for the most of us I can't wait to get her home and have my handlers take her out of her wheelchair and undress her (laughs) and then grab me and undress me and lift me over to the bed and put me into my harness and then push on my backside. I can't wait. Take out her (laughs) catheter. (laughs) I I can't wait until they dump her colostomy bag so I can get in them guts. (laughs) I'll push on her belly a little bit to empty her out so there's enough space for my crooked pinky to finger her. I have to be uh, careful. My bones break easily. <laughs> this is them. They were talking about uh, his website that he had, whatever, crippled after dark or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> also, your photos on your website are hot. I mean, yeah. not to be Let's creepy, not but like talk about that because I will need a moment <laughs> <laughs> alone with Andrew. Uh, that makes me so. <laughs> Yeah, let, let's not talk about it. Just leave it at that. <laughs> Just are going, I need a moment alone with this guy that I would never sleep with no matter how many bottles of wine I drink. God, they're so fucking condescending to this guy. And he's eaten up every bit of it the whole episode. He's reveling in it. He loves so it. I, th- I think I've got, I know I want to play this one. This is, is back again when they were, he had just got done plagiarizing Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> And, and he came across, you, you can tell where he went off script right in the middle of it. So Latimer was charged with first degree murder, which is intent to kill your kid, and was convicted of second degree murder because 
I couldn't find out why and it didn't make any sense, but he was convicted. Because the jury devalued her life and... Pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't find out why it was second degree murder because it wasn't in the Wikipedia article that I'm reading. <laughs> yeah, maybe do research. I don't know. Maybe read the court transcripts. Or if they're not publicly available, maybe don't assume that you were there because this is all it is. You are assuming that the judge went, eh, she was kind of a potato anyway, so, you know, two years probation. No, maybe there was an actual trial involved that was very sad for everyone involved and maybe the mom and dad were very sad. Fuck, these people are so goddamn stupid. Someone, someone needs to euthanize Andrew. You, <laughs> you, you know that it's bad if I'm telling somebody they need to prepare before they go on another podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and when I tell people they drink too much and talk about it too much. I got this one more, the annoying voice lady, and then we can move on to uh, bigger and better things that don't involve wheelchairs. Yeah. <laughs> also, what up? Also have mild scoliosis. So we are IBS and scoliosis buddies, my hey. friends. Hey. Loving it. Amazing. Um, so Amazing. She has mild scoliosis. So she compares herself to this guy who has never lived life outside of a wheelchair. He has to get hand he he has to get picked up to put into bed. He says he can't get out of bed. He gets woke up at 8:30 every morning because that's when his handler shows up. Even if he stayed up all night tossing and turning, his handler shows up at 8:30 to take him out of bed and get him to the bathroom. His handler has to undress him. Set his little ass on the toilet. Wait for him to get done. Put him, pick him back up, put his clothes on him for the day, wash him, put him back in his chair. And she says, we're scoliosis buddies because I've got mild scoliosis. And then the deep voice one who just goes along with anything. Loving it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, this is great. I mean, the, he's getting his just desserts, man. He's getting... You know, one-upped by these women, basically. They're co-opting his <laughs> suffering because he's been co-opting the suffering of people like some little child dying. Good. Perfect. A match made in heaven. These people really do deserve one another. So, the, the, I keep saying I only want to play one more, but the, there is so much clip clippable content from this show. And not only that, I did the work to listen to this piece of shit. Everybody else has to hear it, too. I was going to... Uh, pull some clips from his YouTube video where he's trying to raise money for disabled people, sex toys. Cause it, these yeah. are his words, not mine. They have different spots that need to be hit. <laughs> Whatever. The, that's so <laughs> fucking gross. Like the crutches. Yeah. But, uh, th they ask him about this. Uh, where are you with your line of sex toys? My, Oh yeah. The sex toys. So, Things are happening that I can't discuss right now, Ooh, but things are moving ahead. We are we are about halfway there in terms of donations. That, things are happening that I can't discuss. We don't have enough money. <laughs> that's that's what he said. First of all, is his boyfriend disabled as well? And if not, who's using the sex toys on them? How does this work? Are they remote controlled? <laughs> Unless he's got one of them DARPA androids going around fucking him, I don't know how a sex toy would make a difference to someone so disabled he can't wipe his own ass. Well, I mean, if his boyfriend's got one good hand, he could use the fleshlight or whatever the fuck. I don't know. But hitting certain spots, I think that means it's going up his butthole. 
and he could just use a bedpost or something. I don't know why he needs a GoFundMe for it. This, this is him him talking about, uh, fuck it. You're everywhere. I'm fucking yeah. busy. Fucking You're so busy. busy. I'm busy fucking me. You have any idea how long I spent looking for that puke sound effect? <laughs> All right. Um... I don't have anything else about this wine and crime shit. Um, God, Carl's good at this. You know that? <laughs> well, yeah, he's been doing it for 150 episodes or something. You and I have not ever done a show together. So maybe that might be a contributing factor. I'm not going to beat myself up over this. You have uh, some stuttering John updates, correct? Yeah, and I hope that I can like get through them because I'm so fucked up right now. Like I'm so drunk. Um, so stuttering John finally replied to Carl and here's him starting out getting kind of salty that Carl is essentially on his show punching up. I don't know how true this is. I don't know how many listeners stuttering John has. I can't imagine being that many, but here's that. There are people who are really, really, really punching up that are trying so hard to get a piece of this. Like AJ. To try and get a, a piece of this magic that we have. The John Royce and Frank show. That's right. They are trying like that it's really really sad in a way because if you're gonna punch up punch up to like joe rogan he's got like three million fucking you know downloads a day yeah we got our own problems yeah like why <laughs> but leave us alone we're trying to punch up but so news and blues at star wars underscore 2020 i'm just gonna mention this thing once all right just once and, and then and then i'm gonna leave it at that and then well and I'll, I'll never mention it again will you ever confront who are these pod they trash you on the last podcast, and they love Trump. Now, as Carl is known, the big Trump lover, fundraiser, <laughs> voted for Trump, always. So I don't know shit about Opie and Anthony, but I am well-versed in the Howard Stern universe. And so I, I know a couple things. Uh, Howard made Stuttering John. Mm -hmm. uh, Jay Leno stole Stuttering John. Jay Leno fired Stuttering John. Stuttering John is now a nobody. Yeah. I promise you. I promise you, Andrew Gerza could be talking to him and punching down. Stuttering John is a nobody. <laughs> so and he, I, I and don't he know. would be laying on the ground. Andrew would be laying on the ground when he did it. I don't know anything about either of these universes. All, all I know is I, I can recognize when somebody is so salty that they will take any excuse to hit on the person that is criticizing them or roasting them. And this is the typical giving somebody an unvinable scenario. Which is, if you punch up, if you criticize somebody who's more famous than you, then you're jealous. You must be envious. But if you punch down, if you criticize somebody who's less famous than you are, well, then you're a bully. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. What the fuck are you supposed to do then? Never talk, never do anything, never say anything about anyone that isn't positive? Yeah, I think ideally that's that's what you're supposed to do is not punch at all, but that is no way to live. Um, I, I know that stuttering john he he made his bones so to speak asking celebrities questions that would make them uncomfortable on the red carpet or some might call that punching up he, he <laughs> yeah. that's what he did and i think all carl has done is just provide some constructive criticism the same that he has done to both you and me <laughs> yeah constructive just like we did with the cripple <laughs> <laughs> stop being gay and walk <laughs> It'd be so much easier if you just walk, damn it. <laughs> just fist yourself. Get, get, you don't need sex toys. 
Get that dildo out of your ass and get off your rascal. Come here. <laughs> uh, this next clip is John going, well, he's talking about how Carl has no credentials, which at this point, he's, what, 150 episodes into his podcast? I don't know what episode this is going to be, but... This ain't going to air. This is going to be like The Vanished, where he airs it, and then he will have to take it down after weeks long of harassment (laughs) from soccer moms on Facebook. (laughs) Or in this case, gay men on rascals. So, okay, no credentials. Here we go. This is a fucking podcast. All they do is analyze other people's podcasts, and they have no talent. Zero. They have no credential. No reason for anything but they punch up at guys like me because they know they have nothing to say on their own so they it's to understand oh yeah so they punch up because they because then they'll get someone like this news and blues who tweets me so they can get some fuck like it like they get off by actually being mentioned yeah because they're listening to this right now yeah yeah we are so is carl (laughs) And and you know what? Now you're listening to us listen to you, you fucking prick. <laughs> what kind of credentials was he looking for? A professional podcasting degree from Harvard? What what do you want exactly? Oh yeah, he cries about how people call his podcast unlistenable after listening to it. It is out there now on podcast saying that my podcast is unlistenable. Now, how would you know my podcast is unlistenable unless you listen? Hey. <laughs> Hey, that's my move. Thank you. I mean, th- and this guy, you know, fucking this. Uh, I'm not even going to mention the name of that podcast again. But oh, that's all they do. This is like <laughs> the fifth show they've done goofing on my podcast. Yeah. So if it's that bad, why are you obsessed with it? This is such playground logic, right? It takes one to know one. If you pull my hair, that means you like me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think he answered his own question. Okay, so, so WATP is known for... Uh, roasting other shows, bad shows, and if they find a sh- if they find a show that is exceptionally bad, they'll go back to it and revisit it, and that's exactly what his is an ideal show to go back and revisit to see if they've improved or just shit all over it again. Yeah, it's fun. So to answer his question, why do you keep coming back and listening? Because it fucking sucks. It's horrible. Uh, this is him saying that you know if he really wanted to get down in the trenches with Carl, he would totally whoop Carl's ass. He never will, but he would. Should we do a podcast listening to their podcast about their podcast about our podcast? Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> Just to confuse the fuck out of them? Yeah, I think we should. Because if I really had the time or, or care to listen to their bullshit, I would fucking rip them a new asshole. Like, it would, it would, it would be like, like taking a banana from Bowie. Like, so it would be so easy. But, like, I don't need, I, I ignore them. I ignore these haters. <laughs> It's like the kid that gets bullied on the playground, isn't it? Yeah, he. so he's, he's. I think he has a, a tendency to name drop. And, you know, he's bringing up right there that he has a relationship or that he used to work with uh, Gary Delabate or Baba Booey. Um, what he doesn't reference is that Gary blocked him on Twitter, doesn't want to hear from him. Oh, he so, does reference that. You know that. You're very wrong. In fact, I have two clips that make him out to be a hypocrite. So the source, first clip is him bragging about how he blocks a lot of people look it's it's not that it's unlistenable it's that people love to listen to hate i got guys tweeting me that listen that you've blocked on twitter yeah but they just want to give you a hard time and they want your attention but they've blocked you so now they come to me because i'll at least respond to them yeah 
Well, that's good. Like, you have my liaison. Yeah, because I'm like, guys, just enjoy the show, whatever. No, no, because I do see that all the time on Twitter. I, I see you're responding to somebody, but, I, I, but, but the tweet's un, unavailable to me because that says that I've, you know, I've already blocked them. But that's like they want to listen because they want to they hate. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just part of the fucking mechanism. But that's, but that's fine with me. So he says, yeah, I already blocked them, man. I, I block everyone, you know? Fucking, fucking, I block them. They're not, they're so insignificant. I just block people I don't like, man. I, sometimes I look at a pathetic profile that's talking shit about me, and I see, oh, I already blocked that guy. What a loser. And then here's some bragging about how he gets blocked. <laughs> I, you know, I, lo <laughs> I love that. I love that people like Bowie are exhausting that much energy into blocking me. And to changing their phone number because of me. Isn't that unbelievable? The, the amount of power I have over the buoy. Which is it? Are you proud of blocking people? Are you proud of being blocked? So I, I'm, I'm going to tell him, if he is listening to this, if he wants to block me on Twitter, go right ahead. My Twitter handle is at the Andrew Gerza. <laughs> uh, fuck. Like, even if you found him, he blocked you and he saw that you blocked him first, he would get salty. Right? That's the hypocrisy of this dumbass. But yeah, there you go, Carl. Um, Stuttering John will kick your ass anytime, any place. You name the time and place, but he will never show up because you're just not worth it. I've got a, a bunch of clips from Todd, the chewed gum guy. Yeah, Seamus. But it's all, it's, all, it, it's all in the same vein as Stuttering John. He's not scared of Carl. Um, Carl Carl's jealous. And, I mean, we, we'll get into it. This is, this is going to take some time. All right, so I think this is probably the longest clip so this is very important that I say this. This is a very long clip. This is right out of his podcast from the nine minute podcast, which is it, is it a nine minutes clip? No, fun fact, the nine minute podcast, none of the episodes are nine minutes long. <laughs> some are three minutes, some are seven minutes. <laughs> All right. So if at any point you've had enough of this guy as he's talking, uh, just throw up a white flag or something. All right. You're not mad at me, you're mad at your father. It's pretty funny when people who don't have any content judge your content. You're a cool guy. You probably have a lot uh, of real pause for a moment. A pause, please. Look, man. Did you edit in the goofy music or did he? I didn't. I no, no. I just pulled this right off his fucking episode. <laughs> I thought it was really okay, clever so, of you to put it in, but okay. <laughs> Keep playing. Um, so, so this is. It's very important that I say this. These quick edits. This is all him. <laughs> this is. I. I just pulled this. I didn't do anything to it. All right. It's so obvious that you're jealous, dude. It doesn't even matter. None of it matters. I'm not entertaining, but you have no content. Some of these people, man. First to go. Bye bye, Miss American Pie. Right, you probably <laughs> did drive a Chevy. Does your mom know that you're on her computer? I get paid for this. You can't hurt my feelings. How can the people that have the most to say are the people that you wish would shut up? How come the guy that comments on your stuff never has a photo you're creepy we know what you're up to and it's not good things and alvin why don't you go back with the chipmunks and get your sing on ginger which means i've been touched this, this is another two minutes long if you <laughs> no it's i i'm enjoying this mike's favorite i know you're looking to get popular off of me but you hate me oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got a leech off of Seamus's audience. <laughs> All one YouTube views. Till I cried. Never made anything that's made you cry except for 
My name's Mike. I know you're still watching. No, you can't get enough, but you really can't. Because you keep coming back. <laughs> I know a guy who still believes in Santa Claus. Only getting some views, but it's not from a bunch of people that I enjoy. Hey guys, thanks for the thumbs down. Did you catch that? I'm, in the middle of all this, he says, I'm finally getting some views, but it's not from people I enjoy. <laughs> yeah, by some views he means two, which is you and me and Carl, maybe. Some of you will never get this. Okay. I'm not for everybody. <laughs> and then he said, honey, I said umbrella. Jeez. <laughs> Trap music. Dude, they said I wasn't funny or entertaining. Oh, they're still here telling me and complaining. Shut up. <laughs> it's weird when you have there are people that watch the video and enjoy and say nothing, but then there are people that don't like it and they say everything. New. This is all brand new. Ready to go. Brand new. <laughs> Coming to you live, the nine minute podcast with me. Don't give. Guys. It's Honestly, so long, so but I don't want to end it. And if you don't understand <laughs> that, uh, it's meant to be comedy, then uh, get out of the way. Because trust me, I've made myself laugh at myself till I cried. That's hard to do. Oh my god. That's hard for professional comedians to do. Make themselves laugh until they cry. So I know it's funny. A professional and comedian? Sad. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so that I apologize for the length of that clip, but... I was trying to cut up the parts that I thought were worth playing. It's all of them. It it was all worth playing. I just left it alone. That's a self-contained WATP compilation that he made of himself. Basically, that's why I asked, did you did you edit in the goofy music? This is the kind of tape that you would, you know, some sort of a detective would find in a movie, a thriller with a serial killer. He breaks into the serial killer's house, finds this VHS tape on the shelf, puts it in the, into the VHS player. And then displays with him in his mother's undergarments, talking about, you thought I was gone? I'm here. You like me, don't you? You're still listening. But mommy beats me. When I pee myself, she threatened to cut my throat, so I ate her. Dun, 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 dun. Such a creepy person. You know, I'm just going to keep going through the clips I got of his. Um, and it, all this is going to do is cement the fact that he does wear people's skin. I assume he does. <laughs> for this nine minutes, I hope it uh, helps you get through something that you don't have to do for very long, because this is a short podcast. That is a joke, and that is what we do here. We have fun. That's what I like to do. Have a little fun. Have some fun with me. I'm wearing two shirts in this small space. It is hot. But, as I've mentioned in prior videos, that's one way to know that you're tough. <laughs> Always be sweating. <laughs> as I've mentioned in other videos... You know you're tough if you sweat. Yeah. God, see, these are the kind of videos where after a mass shooting, everybody flocks to the shooter's YouTube channel and, <laughs> <laughs> right? and they start archiving the videos. It's like fucking Elliot Roger talking about how magnificent he was. This guy talking about how tough he is for wearing two sweaters inside or something. Oh my God. Uh, we're just doing it, man. We're here. Talking about some crazy things that I've kind of invested some time in uh, recently. Some new stuff, such as comedians in cars getting coffee. What? I'd like to be on that show one day. <laughs> You're not gonna. <laughs>
<laughs> Gotta be on the news with an AR-15. No, he, he's going to appear on an episode of Wine and Crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so too. They're gonna read about him and fuck. Uh, how many more do you have of him? Uh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Th this one answers a question that I know we've all joked about it, but this answers it. I'm not here to share with you the deep, dark shit that I've been through in my life that's if that's what you're looking for, uh, you know, go somewhere else. You know, I do uh, 19, 18 other podcasts. This is just one. You want 18? He does 19 podcasts. None of them well. Each and every one has a different personality coming out. Fucking lunatic. Didn't this guy say he has a girlfriend and a child or something? I think he mentioned it in one of his raps. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> I, I, think this, I, I think this is directed at Carl. And like I said, if you're not a fan of it, dude, you don't have to tell me. Just go away. Stop listening. It's easy. It's really easy. But also, if you do not like it and say something, I'm, I'm not going to run from you. <laughs> Fuck. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to run from you. I, yeah, him, him and Stuttering John should team up for a podcast and beat the shit out of Carl. But there are a few of you out there, and you know who you are, that have been negative, And it's fine, because this is still going to keep coming. That's why I dropped three episodes in one day. So, don't like <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Look at big tough guy over here. He recorded three <laughs> seven-minute podcasts in one day. <laughs> It's fucking badass over here. He's like Wyatt Earp <laughs> in the fucking revenge scene in Tombstone. No, he's Wyatt Twerp. <laughs> Three podcasts. Yeah, let's see Carl do that. I, I pulled this. Uh, I, I know what he's talking about. Or I know what the real story is behind it, but I think this one might get you going. And one of the names really stuck out to me because you can name it yourself. Oh, fuck, I got to set it up. So he... The Wi-Fi went out of this house, so he went to pick the Wi-Fi up to see if he could pick up some we we free Wi-Fi in the neighborhood. Um, <laughs> what and now he's talking file. <laughs> and now he's talking about the list of Wi-Fi names that that showed is available. So when you get your own uh, router and what have you, and apparently one of our neighbors is not a good person because their Wi-Fi name is PC Master Race. <laughs> what? I don't know who this is because... So he, he's thinking that he lived next to a white supremacist because mm -hmm. it says PC Master Race. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm sure you know that would be a console versus a PC gamer, you know. Yeah, it's an internet meme. It's a joke. He's, he's disabled. I almost feel bad for making fun of him, but then again, we just spent like an hour and a half making fun of this crippled homo. I was going to say, which, which one do you feel worse, feel worse about, uh, Andrew or Todd? Fuck, I mean, Andrew, Okay, if you had to fuck one of them, which one would you fuck? <laughs> I don't know, I guess the ginger. I don't want to have to operate a lever and pulley system. <laughs> I don't want to have to operate heavy machinery when I'm trying to unload. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I think I've only got two more that I'm going to play from him. This is Todd jumping into a breakdown of, of comedy movies, and this is when he gets into the movie Airplane versus Airplane 2. And it makes me think of movies like Airplane or Airplane 2, where it's just so odd. All the things that you expect to happen don't happen. And they go, it's just nuts. It's straight crazy. Like, you don't expect it to be what it is. Uh, French bread. It still is Jesus. an interesting thing because it, it just makes me wonder of like... So I, I didn't add that in there. 
that he he took the time to edit him growling French bread in the middle of his movie breakdown. This all sounds like the diaries of a Columbine shooter, except lip sin wasn't a thing back then, right? Every shooter these days could have a podcast if they really wanted to, and this guy's really, really trying. Watch out for him in Walmart. <laughs> uh, I've got one more of his clips to play, and then I'm, I think I'm spent. But I, right. I did want to thank Jody, Jody B. from the Poe Boys podcast. He's the one that turned me on to this latest episode of the nine-minute podcast that's six minutes long. I mean, Caddyshack, you guys have no idea. Me and Caddyshack, man. Wow. I would obsessively watch that movie. I would actually go out of my way and make sure that I would watch it every time I could find it. And then I got obsessed with the idea of Caddyshack 2. Like, where is it? How can I get a hold of it? How can I watch it? And once you do, you're like, well, Caddyshack 1 stole the show by far. <laughs> you fucking idiot. He, he, okay, so if you break down everything that he just said, I, I got obsessed with Caddyshack. I watched it anytime I could find it. Bullshit. You know, there's times you looked at the movie sitting on your shelf and you thought... I ain't got time to watch a movie right now. I got to go record one of my 27 podcasts. And then <laughs> getting obsessed with Caddyshack 2, because when I first heard it, my mind went to, he's thinking about when they were in the process of making it, when's it going to come out? And he said, I got obsessed with it. Where, where can I find it? Where can I, I want to watch it? Where can I get it? So you can go to uh, the internet. Um, I'm sure that at this time there was still a blockbuster around somewhere. It's it. You don't get obsessed with a movie that's already out about how to find it. You don't get married to a guy like this. He's definitely lying about being a father. And I know he's listening to this right now. I, I know it for a fact. And I know that you and I will have to bear the burden of being the trigger for him shooting up a school someplace at some point. You know, CBS is going to report on how he listened to our podcast and got radicalized <laughs> and angry enough to finally go through with it. After you snapped, but hey, you gotta stop, Seamus. What the fuck are you doing? I tried getting him on our show. I, I sent him, so I, I sent him notes on Instagram. I sent him <laughs> notes on Twitter. I, cr I created a Twitter account and sent him a note. And then I, I stumbled across his, his email address. And all I said was, are you interested in coming on our show to discuss the reviews you've received from WATP? And here's, here's what he replied with. Wait. You guys think I've listened to any podcast you host or co-host? Is that the idea here? Because I've never even clicked on your shit, but you click mine like a jealous girlfriend. It's sweet. So then I, I replied back immediately with, anyway, we're recording tomorrow. Would you like to be on at 8 o'clock Central? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really interested in having a conversation with him, but apparently he's not going to come on. Yeah, it's always difficult with these lunatics. They're flaky as hell. They're so paranoid that you're going to make fun of them, even if you don't. Oh, but but I am. I mean, that's the intent. <laughs> yeah, but you don't tell him that. They're just paranoid. I guess I can edit in the jingle post because Carl didn't send it. Thanks, Carl. This is a submission from Pat the Bagel Guy. He says, just wanted to submit a cringe of the week clip from the Prosman Hour. The whole episode is kind of cringy, mostly because it sounds like they put a microphone in a five-gallon bucket and all talked into it. It actually makes OP radio sound high quality. For the cringe clip, I suggest about the first minute of the show after the intro. It is basically their sound check that they didn't edit out, 
as well as all the example you need of the sound quality of the episode. Okay, here we go. This is the cringe of the week. Listen to the Stacey Prosman Hour. Testing one, two, three, testing. Oh my red. god. Testing one, <laughs> two, three. In the red, should be in the red. Testing. This is a completely different program. Oh. Relax, your asshole. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Sit on the bed. You guys will have to talk into this way. All right, hello. I'm more hello. comfortable on my knees, yes. Why don't you guys see? You're not going to sit there for an oh, hour well, on your knees. I, That's gay. Well, sit I've on been on my knees floor. for an hour many times. Sit on the bed. Somebody published this? Yeah. Well, you just talked now. Sorry. Well, you didn't tell me. I'm recording something. All right. I'm just playing the clip as is, as Carl sent it. <laughs> it's another 40 seconds. Oh, I, I think we're good. We're all cringed out. Yeah, let me skip. What was it we heard in the background? Okay, I, I think we all get the gist. It's a it's fucking 40 seconds of white noise. Okay, yeah, the guy wasn't wrong, Pat the Bagel guy. This is worse than OP's show. So do you, do you know what time it is now? <laughs> what what time? Oh, uh, yeah. Fuck Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely taking that one out. <laughs> We only need one disabled guy on the show to make fun of. With us having to do all this work and shit for this episode, don't you think that we should be able to pay Kaya back? Kaya? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Take three. <laughs> Alright, so I, I think we're towards the end of the show, so what comes next is we get to decide how we're going to pay Carl back for us doing all this work. So I think, I think collectively, we probably spent as much time finding a podcast for him to review as we put into this show. <laughs> mm -hmm. So with that being said, what time is it, Kaya? It's time for everyone's favorite segment. The so you know why we do this segment, Doug? Yeah, we were trying to get people strung in to or strung out to come back next week. Usually, yes. This week we're doing it to fuck Carl. We're gonna fuck his eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you want to set up this show that we picked for him to review on his next episode, or should I just play it? Uh, no, I, I don't want to set anything up. I do want to apologize to whoever his co-host is next week. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> yeah. paying for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have fun listening to this. Let's move on to the round table. Round table. Uh, <laughs> 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 
table. Uh, last week's question. <laughs> who is your favorite League of Legends content creator? If you had to recommend a video to someone, which one do you choose? We got lots of uh, twitch.tv slash bluebasket memes, by the way. Didn't use any of them. There was like... Yeah, no, all right? It was so funny because the second after it was posted, I got like three or four messages saying that, and I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> um so kevin on our facebook said maybe uh maybe too late for this question but ankle spanking for sure i don't even main bottom i just love how funny and skilled he is and how he played every champ in the game instead of top lane only champs for the uh, most part for example eh, wait in the game <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> of wait what, what holy crap he skilled he is and how he played every champ in the game instead of top lane only champs for the most part. <laughs> all, all i'm hearing is words 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 yes this is a league cast a league of legends podcast league of legends being the video game developed by riot games it's a moba video game podcast right up Carl's alley now carl told us <laughs> that he doesn't necessarily have to stick to whatever podcast we choose for him next week I would hope that his audience holds him to this sacred bond of the teaser and that he has to review the show. I think it would be funny to, at least to me personally and to you as well, I'm sure, to have to suffer through this piece of shit fucking podcast. Yeah, it, it, there shouldn't be any question. Uh, we did this for him. He should do this for us. Uh, he should. Plus payment. <laughs> okay, we have no voicemails this week because they're... I don't know, Carl just didn't send any fun ones. Uh, see you next week, everyone. <laughs> Sleep well, everypony. Fuck it, I'll play it too. I don't get it. Makes no sense. I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense.